Hello, Cleveland. This is Alex Hoffman from the Too Much Effing Perspective podcast. Welcome to Quick Taps, short stories in short episodes for short attention spans, where we ask our friends to give us their spinal tap moments, and in return, we give them nothing. Zip. Not even an old copy of Cream Magazine. I mean, that's my children's inheritance. Our theme today is road hard and put away wet, which sounds disgusting, but if you've ever been on the road for months with a bunch of musicians, you'd understand the feeling. In fact, it reminds me of Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead hanging his sweat-soaked shirts in the front lounge of our tour bus after gigs. The word steamy pretty much sums it up. In any case, today, we're going to start with a story from Paul Trudeau, who plays keyboards for Billy Idol. In telling this story of road misery, Paul introduced a new term to my vocabulary, oil spotting. I always hated this phrase for some reason, which is called being oil spotted. It means you're not on the bus when it has to leave, so they leave. So it's oil spot, right? So this is my first tour with Billy Idol, and we were in the Eastern Bloc countries like Romania and, you know, Bulgaria. And so, middle of the night, I'm in my bunk, and I hear the bus stop and stopping for gas. And so I'm like, all right, I could go use the restroom, because you're not supposed to use the restroom in a certain way on the tour bus. So I'm like, okay, great. I go use the restroom. So everybody's asleep, and I get out, and there's the bus driver, this German dude, smoking a cigarette, filling up. And I waved to him to let him know I'm getting off the bus. And I brought my phone with me, thankfully. Everything was so quiet. And I was actually having this really zen, peaceful moment. (laughs) And I come back around this gas station and the bus is gone. And I literally was like, holy crap, like I have no idea where we were. And it was like a deserted gas station. But there's one guy getting into a little car and I go, did you see the bus? He goes, yeah, they left. And then he goes, come on, we'll catch them. So I jumped into his car and we speed off. And after about a mile, we're coming up on a border crossing. And I'm just thinking, holy crap, all I have is my phone. And so I don't speak the language and we're there. And the driver guy's like telling them, is this American? I didn't have a passport. And... He remembered the tour bus going through, like our story checked out. And I just kept calling my drummer, Eric, who picked up the phone, thank God. As soon as he saw that it was me calling, he knew that I wasn't calling him from my bunk. He kind of put together what it was. So the bus circled back to the border patrol. I wasn't panicked because I was so focused on trying to like work it out. When I was back on the bus and reflecting on it was when I started realizing the possible gravity. I mean, it's one thing to get stranded in Peoria, Illinois or something, but it seemed like not a place you want to be stranded without your passport. Border crossings are quite scary. I remember Alan and I were once nearly strip searched at the Slovak-Hungarian border. Fortunately, he was wearing a onesie and the guards really didn't have time for him to unscrew himself out of it. That said, I think Alan regretted the body cavity search that kind of got away that time. Our next guest is lead singer Kevin Brennan from The Irish Goodbye. Kevin tells us about the time the band Van was given the name Van Gogh because it Van went in the middle of the tour. 
It was our very first tour. We didn't have a booking agent. We didn't have guarantees at the clubs or the bars or anything, nothing like that. So it's very low level DIY stuff. So we book our first tour and it's going to be a little jaunt up the East Coast. And we're in Chicago at the time. So our first gig uh, is not until Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And Chicago to Harrisburg is a hike. So we had to start off early that morning to get there, sound checking everything. And we get in our van and we had just bought this shitty old van, like any good punk rock van, it barely worked, you know? So we load up all our shit and we get on the road and uh, we're getting close to Harrisburg and we get into Cumberland, Pennsylvania and the van breaks down and it breaks down kind of slowly. Like we're able to veer it towards this off ramp and then we had to push it the rest of the way. We get it to a side of the road and we go to a pay phone because again, we have phones, cell phones and we call a tow truck to come and get it. And we're like, shit, okay. Well, all our gears in there and everything. We called ahead to Harrisburg, the venue. And we're like, Hey, we broke down in Cumberland. We're not going to make it. It's no good. They're like, okay, well, you know, too bad. Here's some next time. Meanwhile, in Cumberland, <laughs> where we're now stranded, there's a like, <laughs> steakhouse called Johnny Slims or something like that. And we're like, well, let's go in there and get drunk because we're staying in some shitty motel next door to it. And we go in there and sure enough, there's a band playing. And we belly up to the bar and we're having some drinks and we say, well, shit, man, it's our first night on tour. We're not able to play our first gig. Let's see if maybe we can play. So we talked to the band while they were on break. We're like, hey, we're a band, but you know, our band broke down our gears in it and they, they towed it to the shop. Can we sit in on y'all's gear? Can we play a couple songs our first night on tour? Yeah, they're like, yeah, totally cool. No problem. <laughs> now, now, this band was very much like a easygoing cover band. Might have peppered in some Dave Matthews in there, maybe some stuff from the 80s, but nothing like our sound. They had one electric guitar and one acoustic guitar. Our band was definitely two full-on loud electric guitars, but we didn't care. We are like, we're going to go for it. And we get up there on their gear, <laughs> and there's people that are having their steaks, having a nice dinner. <laughs> And we just rip into it. And just heads are turning, forks are dropping. <laughs> and after two songs, the drummer of the other band comes up to us and is like, eh, no more guys, no more guys. Uh, my gear can't be played that way. You're done. You can't play anymore. Because <laughs> our drummer was just smashing on his easygoing cymbals. And so he said, all right, thanks for letting us get a couple in. And our final guest is bass player Maureen Herman from the band Babes in Toyland, who was given the wheel of the tour bus at the most inopportune time. We were playing Lollapalooza. And for us, we toured in vans. You know, the record company is like, oh, you have to take a bus. And I are like, no, how are we going to go to the thrift stores? How can we go visit our friends? You know, it's not going to work out. This was back when Lollapalooza was a touring entity. And so we were going all over the U.S., and to try to tour like that and drive and then play was going to be hard. So we were like, okay, fine. We did a lot of ecstasy that summer on the bus. I remember one time I was trying to get the VCR in the back of the bus going. I wanted to watch a movie and it wouldn't work. And I, Brian Daigle, the driver, is like trying to explain what to do. And he's like, just press the thing and then turn it. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't forget it. He's like, come up here and drive the bus. Remember, I've been doing drugs. <laughs> so I'm like driving the fucking bus while he goes in the back and deals with it. And I'm fine at first. 
he's like, just go fucking straight. So I'm like driving, and then it's just like, well, maybe I'm going a little bit to the left. Okay, maybe I'm going a little bit to the right. Oh, no. And it takes so long for the fucking thing to correct what you do. So pretty soon, the thing is like fucking fishtailing. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Brian, get back up there. You know? And so, that was the first and last time I drove the bus. That was fun. Huh. That makes me think of the time that I was tour managing the chills. I was driving the van, came to a stop. I was so tired, I actually stepped out of the vehicle, but had not put it in park. The whole band was still in the van. <laughs> there was a little bit of alarm when they realized the van was rolling forward, but no one was in the driver's seat. Running alongside, I had to push the brake pedal down with my hand to bring it to a stop. A case of vehicular manslaughter just waiting to happen. All's well that ends well, to coin a phrase. If you like this week's Quick Tap and you have a Spinal Tap moment of your own to share, write us at hello at tmepshow.com or DM us at tmepshow. We'd love to hear from you. We may invite you to tell your story on a future episode. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Alex Hoffman. Tune in next week when my co-host Alan and I return with a special guest and more Spinal Tap Moment hilarity on Too Much Effing Perspective. Although it would be as great as having armadillos in our trousers, this podcast is not affiliated with This Is Spinal Tap, and no person or entity connected with the film has sponsored or endorsed its content. This podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or licensed by Authorized Spinal Tap LLC or Century of Progress Productions. Too Much Effing Perspective is a Milwaukee Talkies original. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. Evergreen Podcast Network.